Hello everyone, how are you doing? You're very welcome to this week's um, this week's Friday Sport with myself, Aidan Rafferty, and the show's is always kindly sponsored by Best Drive here in Roscommon Town. Well, we've uh, a lot on the show for you today. As always, we have myself and Martin will be giving you all the latest from uh, from the World Cup in Qatar. We'll all, uh, there'll also be an interview. There'll also be myself and uh, Adrian um, discussing all things local rugby. We'll also have Castlery. Uh, Cavaliers podcast, and we'll also have uh, much, much more. So plenty to be on. To, so plenty for you to uh, stay tuned in for. And there's also uh, blind and partial side tennis as well with myself and um, and Wesley O'Brien. So stay tuned for that. A very positive interview. And um, don't forget, you can tune into us in many ways. You can listen to us on. Uh, on the radio on FM 94.6 you can listen to us on the radio on FM 94.6 on the website www.rosfm.ie forward slash live or indeed on the TuneIn app and don't forget if you missed this show don't be don't worry uh, the show is podcasted and available on the website on uh, Mondays and also don't forget um, there is J View every Thursday morning at 10 o'clock from 10 o'clock until 11 and the show is also podcasted and available on Spotify we'd also like to thank Shane for a great uh, a great show of music there and um, don't forget uh, you know there's plenty of music we hope you enjoy all the sport that, that uh, that's on over the weekend as well and the World Cup uh, so yeah so we start off the show as all, as we always do with soccer and uh, yeah there's been a, there's been um, a lot, a, a lot of shock, uh, shock results. I'm sure you'll agree. So, if you have any views, we'd love to hear them. Why not uh, send them in? Send in a text with your views, and uh, indeed, the, your your views on the uh, so, some of the shock results. And uh, if you have any opinions on any of the matches, you can send them in by text or WhatsApp on 0838599748. That's 0838599. Seven four eight. We'd love to hear from you. So um, yeah, and if, indeed, if you have any, if you have anything else that you'd like to um, that you'd like to uh, tell tell us about, uh, or you'd like us to read out on the pay on the paper or on the on the show, why not uh, let us know? But um, to start off the show, what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll start off with rugby view and uh, with myself and Adrian Leddy, and uh, we'll be right back. And that's coming up right after this. Just bear with me one moment. Yeah, sorry, we're good to go there. So, uh, yeah, so Martin, yes, as I was saying there in the World Cup, there's been uh, some uh, a lot of uh, a lot of shock results there. But I suppose by a lot of them by teams that have already qualified, but also earlier on in the group as well. Yeah, I mean, we just just heard one there just a minute ago. Uruguay are out. Uh, they didn't score. They've gone. They've gone out on their goals um, scored. So South Korea have gone through. Uh, you do wonder though sometimes because uh, Portugal were already qualified uh, top of the table so they would have played a weakened team so it's kind of disadvantage to Uruguay and advantage to South Korea so they grabbed it but uh, yeah I, I suppose there's been shocks here and there um, and we'll just go through some of the results and maybe chat about some of them uh, results another one obviously West Germany going out as well so uh, we'll go through uh, the FA Women's Super League before we get to the uh, Indeed, yeah. World Cup from last week, Thursday the 24th of November, Reading 3, Liverpool 3, and in the Women's Champions League we had, um, sorry, won't be a sec, <coughs> Juventus 1, Arsenal 1, and then on uh, 
the Women's FA Women's Super League this weekend. We've got um, Man United playing Aston Villa, Arsenal v Everton, Leicester v Chelsea, and then on Sunday we've got Reading v Tottenham, Liverpool West Ham, and Man City Brighton. And in the Women's Champion League next Wednesday, the 7th of December, we've got Arsenal v Juve. And then on Thursday, the 8th of December, we've got Real Madrid free Chelsea. And then let's get back to the the World Cup. And these are match results from last Thursday. Uh, Switzerland 2, Cameroon 1, Brazil 2, Serbia 0, Uruguay 0, South Korea 0, Portugal 1, Ghana 0, and then on Friday last week, uh, Qatar 1, Senegal 3, Netherlands 1, Ecuador 1, Wales 0, Iran 2, England 0, USA 0. Then on Saturday, we had Poland 2, Saudi Arabia 0, Argentina 2, Mexico 0, Tunisia 0, Australia 1, France 2, Denmark 1. Then on Sunday, we had Japan 0, Costa Rica 1, Spain 1, Germany 1, and we also had Belgium nil, Morocco two, which was a, a bit of a shock. Croatia four. That's Joe's uh, team. They're still for yep. it. They're, they've qualified for the next uh, uh, round. Uh, Croatia four, Canada one. Uh, then on Monday we had Cameroon three, Serbia three, Brazil one, Switzerland nil, South Korea two, Ghana three, Portugal two, Uruguay nil. Then on Tuesday we had Ecuador one. Senegal 2, Netherlands 2, Qatar 0, so Senegal and Netherlands are through uh, for Group A. Then we had Iran 0, USA, United States, America 1, they're qualified as well, they've gone through the next stage. Wales 0, England 3, so England through to the next stage as well. Then on Wednesday, Poland 0, Argentina 2, both them teams go through as well to the next stage. Saudi Arabia 1, Mexico 2, Costa Rica 2, Germany 4 and Japan 2, Spain 1 and uh, that win for Japan knocked out Germany so Japan and Spain are through to the next round of games. Then uh, Group F we had Canada 1, Morocco 2, uh, Morocco have qualified and Croatia Croatia 0, Belgium nil, so another shock team, a shock uh, exit for uh, Belgium as well. And then on the t- so games coming up on Friday, the first of December. And as I said, we had a game there. Just um, we just heard the results there, which was um, Uruguay one two nil, but they're being knocked out in South Korea beat Portugal 2-1 so um, other games this evening as well which is Group G we've got uh, Brazil playing um, Cameroon and Serbia playing Switzerland so uh, then the teams will be fighting to see who qualify if I was know Brazil have already qualified and uh, the last 16 matches will be as follows uh, Saturday, December the 3rd, we've got uh, Netherlands, uh, 10th seed, are playing USA, who are 15th seed. Argentina, the 4th seed, are playing Australia, who are 42nd seed. Then on Sunday, we've got England, 5th seed against Senegal, 20th seed. France, 3rd seed against Poland, 26th seed. Then on Monday, we've got Japan, who are 23rd seed 
against Croatia, who's 16th seed. And um, we've got on Tuesday, Morocco, um, 24th seed, seed against Spain, who are 7th seed. And uh, so we're waiting for... We know South Korea are through, so they're waiting for the result of the matches tonight. And we know as well that uh, Portugal are through as well, and they're waiting to hear... Uh, from the final group which is uh, obviously the group where group G which is Brazil Serbia Switzerland and Cameroon so I suppose the the big favourites are through Aiden. yeah Argentina and Brazil um a few shocks there which uh, I suppose no one would have ever given Japan a chance of getting through or even Morocco uh, they're they're two uh, they're two big ones that are that are true. That's that's going to be very very interesting. But I suppose uh, you know overall though the cre- the cream rose to the top and and uh, most of them are, are uh, you know out. So uh, are sorry they're they're true to the the knockout stages. But um, yeah, I suppose Morocco, like you said there, they w- they would not have been expected to get through that group. I mean the favourites r- for that group would have been Belgium. Uh, in Croatia, you know, Belgium, yeah. one of the top seeded countries in the world. Uh, so, a bit of a shock there for Belgium. Um, Portugal got through smoothly enough, but Uruguay, as I said, another bit of a shock there. They would have been expected to qualify. Uh, you do wonder about these teams that are qualified and they play a weaker team. Yeah. It's an uh, advantage then to South Korea and disadvantage to Uruguay. But uh, look, Uruguay haven't been performing that well through this uh, World Cup anyway. They lost to Portugal 2 0 as well. Yeah, I mean, as well as uh, with Germany now, uh, do you know something? I'm not, a lot of people might say that that's a shock that they're knocked out, but they really haven't pr- really been producing it in, in uh, European Championships or, or World Cup Championships over the last couple of years after the last I suppose six years you know you know they get to the, they qualify for them alright mm. but they, they're just they're not the same now yeah they? They're, they don't have the quality I mean you know they, they had players like Ozil you know um, Philip Lamb you know all, all those players are gone and they just don't seem to have mm. um, found, found the replacements for them am I shocked? I can't say I am I, I really I'm not, can't I'm not shocked either but I would have I would have picked them ahead of Japan yeah. and obviously Spain. But see, again, you see, Spain and Japan had to play each other, right? Yeah. Spain were through, yeah, and Japan beat them. Yeah. And if Spain had to win that, would Japan win? No. That's it. Uh, so it's, you know, but Germany, they, they got to look back and say, well, uh, they got beaten by Japan. Yeah. You know, mm. Japan beat Spain as well, so they deserve to go through. So, uh, you know, the, the, if you get the results, you, you have to win your game. Simple That's as that. You know? I mean, like the, the group there was England and Wales, I suppose the USA as well. You know, like, right, England are through, but they haven't, you know, you know they, they, they're kind of. Were, were they convincing enough for you? I mean, I know, yeah, the best uh, Wales. Well, Wales, I thought, were very disappointing when you consider that they have some good players, but they haven't, I suppose, compared to the other teams, they haven't enough. No, they, the they, they, there was nothing special there. I mean, USA hold them, held them. Um, England, England, and England, and the USA was another was a draw. That, you could say draw. that was a disappointment for uh, for England. You, you, you know, you kind of would have expected England to win that. Yeah, um, I, I I actually predicted a draw because I, I thought USA are going to come into good form here, and mm. uh, USA played well. I mean, England dominated the game, but uh, look, 
a lot of people thought Wales might be, uh, you know, a, a red herring or cause England problems, but they didn't. So Wales were very uh, poor, really. Iran, they were there for the taking. Um, I mean, if you go, another interesting group there, Aidan, was uh, Argentina's group, because Mexico are gone. Yeah. Um, okay, Poland are through, but it was only on uh, goal difference by one goal. That's Ooh. all that got them through. So another team that's sometimes you associate with getting into the, the next stage or through. Um, Netherlands got through... Uh, Fair enough, Senegal got uh, second in that. So I suppose if you look at uh, one of the surprise packages is Australia. Mm. Uh, they were playing against uh, France and Denmark in their group, so you could nearly say not looking good and Tunisia, but they uh, they finished second on equal points to uh, to France. So uh, fair play to them because Australia are always, uh, they have to go through far more games to qualify for the World Cup. And... Um, they're through there on merit, so uh, Denmark are out. Yeah, so maybe, maybe those extra games stood to them. Yeah, I mean, in the past it hasn't, yeah. do you know, but uh, on this occasion it has, and um, it's good to see, it's refreshing to see them. So if you look at the draws now, Aidan, coming up, okay, we, we can't give them all now because we're still waiting for Group uh, uh, G to finish, which is Brazil and uh, Serbia, well, Cameroon are playing Brazil and Serbia playing Switzerland. Um, this evening, but uh, if you look at the games coming up in the last 16, you've got the Netherlands for USA. You'd have to fancy Netherlands, but I think USA will give them a run. Yeah. Argentina, Australia. Argentina will be strong favourites for that, but Australia will kind of give it their best shot. That's, that's all they can do, but you fancy Argentina through that one. I suppose lo looking at uh, Argentina, sorry for cutting across you there, Martin. Have they been, well, I suppose you couldn't say they were convincing, but, you know, in, in the group they're in, ha did they have to be convincing? They just did, did enough to kind of get through? Or is that a bit harsh on Argentina? Well, they, they, they lost one game, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, which was, uh, I think, the opening game. Wasn't that to Saudi Arabia, if I'm right? Yeah, and I think the way it went was they had to they had to beat um, Mexico to stay in the running for, for making it out of the group which they did do that was last weekend yeah. um, well, the, the, I don't think there's been any team convincing France no. have probably been the best mm. but you look at who they were playing Tunisia Denmark Australia and they still managed to uh, I believe they lost one game as far as I remember um they lost to Tunisia, didn't they? I yeah. Believe, yeah. So, I don't think ever, any team are showing all their uh, their full hand or deck yet. So, it'll be interesting now, because now it's a knockout. Yeah. There's no holding back. You have to go for it. And uh, that's where England need to, you know, you know, Gareth Southgate. It's got to not be too defensive, but plan, you know, give other teams uh, trouble, but going back to the game, so um, Japan-Croatia, that could be a very interesting game, that one, hard to call that, that one myself, because mm. Japan have got some exciting players there we know South Korea will be playing the uh, winners of Group G, uh, and then if you look at the other side of the table we've got England v Senegal, England will be strong favourites for that um, France p Poland mm. You have to fancy France, but Poland are resilient. 
They're not too bad. And I mean, Lewandowski is a is a huge player for them. Yeah. But uh, I think if you look at Poland as well, like you know, a lot of people just look at it and say, "Oh, yeah." It's Lewandowski, but they have some other go- they have they have some other good players as well that they can look to as well. Yeah, and yeah. A lot, of, a good few game winners there. Well, you fancy France because of the the strength of the squad, and then you've got Morocco, the surprise package against Spain. Uh, so you know, there's a lot of connections between them two countries, and of course Portugal are waiting to play the 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 Group G runners up. So. Uh, Interesting times. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I suppose our Brazil and Argentina will still be many favourites as well as France. So it'll be interesting. Um, not too much being shown at the moment. Yeah, that's it. You know, so yeah. th- it, it, we'll see now. You won't get the these uh, shock results as much now because it's not a, a, t- a league table and where teams are playing where they've already qualified. It's like you're losing your out now. But I suppose look, looking at the, the England squad, really, and I was talking to a number of people about this. Um, the goalkeeping position, like they have some, they have three goalkeepers there. They have Pope, they have Ramsdale from Arsenal, and they have. Um, they they also have the the Everton keeper as well. Um, what do you call him? Um, yeah, the you know. So yeah. it, it, to be honest with you, looking at them three keepers, I would have I would have chosen actually Ramsdale. Well, it would have been between Pope and Ramsdale. Uh, with all due respect to uh, uh, you know the the Everton keeper, but I I just I I, I, I well he he kind he came yeah I mean it was. A chance before the World Cup that he might not get there, but he started coming into a bit of form. Mm. And uh, Gareth Southgate will will show a lot of loyalty. He will. He always does. Uh, you could say that's his uh, downfall, but I suppose we'll see at the end of the day, won't we? But listen, I I think it's the players in front. They've got to yeah do the business. Now, and in, in, fair, in fairness to um, in fairness to Maguire, he hasn't really been shown the form for Man United. But by God, he, he's shown it for England. He, he, he the back know, it, considering, okay, I mean the test will come now against the, the better teams. Well, but considering it. he hasn't played much, he's he's doing probably a lot better than most yeah. people expected. So, uh, I, I I think I said today jokingly that I said it, it'd be well. Part of it was tr- true as well that. It wouldn't surprise me if he came out in the World Cup as playing really well. Yeah. Because of what's gone on, the criticism he, he he's got. Well, he tends to play well for England. And he's but solid, he's solid. Yeah. But I mean, like, listen, when you're playing the t- top players in the world, it doesn't take too much for them to get past a, a player of his ability, or any, you could argue, any defender in the world, really. Yeah. Um, so he, he, he's going to be tested. Mm. So I'd like to. <laughs> I'd love to see him play well just to kind of because uh, of yeah. the criticism he has got um, and his you performance you could say that that perform- criticism was, gen- was, was uh, oh yeah he wasn't playing well simple yeah, as that yeah, played I for mean, Man United it wasn't that's why he was dropped say, could you say that he, he has been tested in the group no, stage no no see, that's the thing no, um, he no. hasn't been uh, yeah no not yet I mean listen if you're going to play him that's to play the, t- the, the time to play him yeah. I'm glad Foden was got a game the other day because that is important because uh, you need players that can cause other teams, the best teams even in the world, problems, you know. Because there's players in that England team. Look, we know they're not favourites and, you know, the, the odds are against them. But there's players in that team, yeah, that if they're playing on form and they're playing in the England team, no one would want to be playing against them. Yeah. And we're talking about the Brazils and the Argentinas. They look at these players, yeah, but they know England's reputation of 
not playing to their abilities yeah. in 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 um, major um, trophies. Um, now, saying that again, the, the one that came second in the European Championship, so they did show form there, and many like myself would have said they should have gone on to win it. Yeah. But this is the World Cup now. We're talking about the cream. The la creme of the la creme. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And the, I suppose, really, looking at Senegal, um, you know, the, the, it, it was great to see them, uh, you, you know, making it out of the group. But I, I think the achievement in that is that they did it without their without a, a, an amazing player that is Mane. Uh, you know, obviously, we know he's he's out in, he's out injured, and uh, actually, to be fair to the coach, he, he dedicated them getting out of the group. Yeah, I him, mean, very well, very well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. you nearly forget about him going injured. Mm. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you wonder, if they had a player like that now playing, you know, who knows, in a one-off game, you know. That's it, and uh, any, any other teams there that uh, you'd like to talk about, Martin? Well, I'd like to talk about Croatia, because Joe Bambrick has yeah. been in uh, one of the, the, the drawers he's in or something, so uh, they're through, they're, they've got a lot of good players. Technically, very gifted, play the game sa uh, simple, but um, just looking again, who they got in the next round? Uh, they got Japan. Yeah. It's a close game. I could see that yeah. going into extra time. No, it's it's now that we're going to know. We'll we'll know now who the, the the final games after tonight's Group H. I don't have the 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 table, the present table in front of me for that Group H. So uh, sorry, not a Group H, Group G. Obviously, Brazil will be top. I presume Switzerland are second. So, um, yeah, Serbia, Switzerland. Uh, you know, Cameroon could beat Brazil because Brazil have already qualified. Um, but you know, I think Brazil will probably be too good. But you never know if they play a second string team or if, uh, their second team. Anyone can be beaten. But uh, I suppose there with, with Brazil, though, no matter what, no matter what eleven, such is the brilliance of their squad. I mean, they mm. even have, they they could they could even afford to leave out uh, Firmino out of the squad, and yet they're still they're still quality. So I think you know, with the strength and depth that they that they have, I think they they could put out any eleven, yeah. and it wouldn't be a weak side. What are your thoughts on that? Well. You can, but again, you know they're not. They've not uh, grabbed the highlights or anything. I mean, what they beat Switzerland one nil, they beat Serbia two nil. Yeah. So okay, they haven't conceded a goal. Switzerland game a fairly good game. Um, that you could argue tonight is the easiest game. So they're kind of going through smoothly through the gears. Yeah. Um, which is probably a good sign for them because uh, they'll gradually step it up. But listen, I think any team here can be beaten. Yeah. You have to fancy, we've said this before, the World Cup, you'd have to fancy the teams that's used to the warm weather. And so that's your Brazil, your Argentina and France. Uh, France Even have got Spain. Mbappe. Spain, yeah, but I just don't think they're the same. But um, And that's why I, I, I would think England's the dark horse. I think they've got yeah. a chance. Yes, I know they could get beaten quite easily as well but uh, uh, if you look at the players they've got uh, if they click I yeah. think they can beat anyone on the day I mean if you, if you look at, at their, their average starting 11 through, throughout the World Cup and they, as you said look at they haven't played any real quality teams and that's not a criticism they can only play the teams in front of them mm. uh, in, in the group stages but uh, I mean you know a lot of people were, were, were kind of criticised I mean they, they got booed after one of the one of the group games as well I think a lot of people had uh, criticisms for for um, for, for uh, Harry Kane a lot of people saying he shouldn't be captain 
Um, if you were to look at that, that average ele- starting 11 th- in, in the group stages, where are the areas that uh, you think that, that are kind of weak and that they may, might need to brush up on, or would you say that that's kind of unfair? But because I mean, they, they are going to meet better. Pl- they are going to uh, be up against better players now. I'd always play Kane. Yeah. Because if he's not scoring goals, he's it, the work rate he's putting in. Yeah, and the, the defending that uh, players have to. Go. Um, I'm glad he put Foden in because you need to switch it up a bit. Put these attacking players because Foden's like it's a nightmare to play against. Um, I don't think there's much more to be done there. The, I mean, he's playing Saka. You know, he's got he's got choices there. So it's all about now picking the right team, making the right decisions, and get one game, get the next game over, win it, and get prepare for the next one. Every game's going to be tactically different now, depending on who you get. So they they they'll focus now on their. Um, their next game against Senegal, they won't take them for granted. That's, no. that's for sure. Um, there won't be any particular easy games. I don't think you have to. You have to do your homework, keep it tight, and uh, you know these teams, these one-off teams like uh, Morocco, Senegal, uh, Australia. You know they can yeah. have their moments in the in the glory. So uh, yeah, but as I think that stands out to me is people like Belgium, Germany. Uruguay gone already. Yeah, so, so it's it's a bit more interesting. Yeah, you, you know, you, you kind of wonder when when you look at previous. We said the pre- previous five or six World Cups. You know, I suppose you, you could say that they've all they've all went to more or less according to plan, with the exception of maybe Germany because they just don't seem to have the the quality over the last couple of uh, World Cup tournaments. Um, and next thing you see, you see the guitar. But uh, I suppose a lot of that could be attributed to a lot of people would say, you know, the heat over there. Um, it's, do you know, it, it just seems different. Uh, w- would it be fair to say that it's been kind of a flat World Cup, as in, you know, the atmosphere, just the kind of the general whole I thing? Was, I think what was obvious when some of the games were starting off, you could, you could see a fuller crowd and then it seemed to go down a bit. Yeah. So there wasn't full audiences. <clears throat> Obviously the Brazil games are getting full houses. But that will pick up now. Yeah. That will pick up now with the, the these teams that's left. You'll have more people in. The crowds will be bigger. There's something at stake because if you yeah, lose yeah. your outs... The, so hype, the hype will build up. So, uh, you know, you'll see good football. There's... Um, there was a decision the other day, I don't know if you saw it, is it the Japan goal? Mm. Um, the ball seemed to have gone out, but I would say that if you look at it closely, yeah, there was probably a small fraction of that ball had not completely cleared yeah. the line. So yeah. uh, it, was it, the right, it was the right decision, but to the naked eye, it looks like we're looking at it, it's, it's obviously nearly fully out. Yeah. But it only needs a, a small little bit, and I'd say they got it right. So that's the rules. It's got to be completely over the line. It's like a goal. Yeah. The, the goals, um, that's the same technology, as far as I know, that's used for the goal line as well. Yeah. Um, so the, the ball has to be completely past the, the beams or whatever, which is the line. Uh, to be qualified as, as a goal, so and it just goes to show you, like in world class football at international level, you know it can be those little things that the the the, the matter of a million millimeter yeah. could be the difference between going to the going into the um, the knockout stages of the World Cup and going home, and that seems yeah. to have been well, what the com- happened there. All the commentators were expecting to be a goal kick. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, that's it. So anyway, we'll move on. Um, better get some of the American football out of the way because obviously be that's uh, still ongoing. So hopefully we've got some fans listening out there. We'll give you some of the results from last week. Uh, Buffalo Bills 28, Detroit Lions 25, New York Giants 20, Dallas Cowboys 28, New England Patriots 26, Minnesota Vikings 33, Denver Broncos 10, Carolina Panthers 23, Tampa Bay 17, Cleveland Browns 23, Baltimore Ravens 27, Jacksonville Jaguars 28, Houston Texas 15, Miami Dolphins 30, Chicago Bears 10, New York Jets 31, Cincinnati Bengals 20, Tennessee Titans 16, Atlanta Falcons 13, Washington 19, Las Vegas Raiders 40, Seattle Seahawks 34, Los Angeles Chargers 25, Arizona Cardinals 24, Los Angeles Rams, winners of the Super Bowl last season, only got uh, 10. Kansas City Chiefs, 26. New Orleans Saints, nil. San Francisco, 49ers, 13. Green Bay Packers, 33. Philadelphia Eagles, 40. Only one defeat so far. Pittsburgh Steelers, 24. Indianapolis Colts, 17. So at the moment in the divisions after week 12 matches in the AFC East, the Miami Dolphins and Buffalo Bills are joint top at eight wins to three defeats. In the AFC North, Baltimore Ravens and Cincinnati Bengals share top spot, 1-7, loss 4. AFC South, Tennessee Titans are top with seven wins and four defeats. AFC West, Kansas City Chiefs are doing very well. They've won nine, lost two. Philadelphia Eagles are the most uh, wins at the moment. NFC East are top of the table, ten wins, one defeat. And then in the NFC North, Minnesota Vikings are going well. They've won nine, lost two. The NFC South, despite... Tampa Bay were losing six and only winning five. They are top of the NFC South. And in the NFC West, San Francisco 49ers, seven, uh, are top of the table with seven wins and four draws, uh, four defeats. Week 13 matches are as follow. Buffalo Bills, who at the moment joint leaders, the AFC East are playing New England Patriots. Pittsburgh Steelers for the Atlantic Falcons. Green Bay for Chicago Jacksonville Jaguars for Detroit Lions, Cleveland Browns for Houston, Texas, New York Jets for the Minnesota Vikings, who are the NFC North leaders, uh, Tennessee Titans, the AFC South leaders, are playing the Philadelphia Eagles, who are the NFC West leaders, so two teams top of their tables clashing. Washington v New York Giants, Denver Bronco are playing Baltimore Ravens, who are the AFC Joint North leaders. Seattle Seahawks, the Los Angeles Rams, Miami Dolphins, who are the AFC East leaders, are playing San Francisco 49ers, who are the NFC West leaders. So another top of the two tables clash. Kansas City Chiefs, another clash here. AFC West leaders are playing Cincinnati Bengals, the AFC Joint North leaders. And Los Angeles Chargers for Las Vegas Raiders and Interlapidus Colts for Dallas Cowboys and New Orleans Saints for uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are the NFC South leaders. That is all for this week, Aidan. That's it. I'm just looking at those uh, those results and uh, and uh, fixtures. Uh, any any particular results and uh, fixtures that's well we'd say first of all 
shock results that came about and uh, any any recommendations for uh, games that uh, most watch games uh, this weekend well I suppose Green Bay Packers are under threat of not getting through to the uh, the playoffs um, which is a pity because they've got a fine quarterback there um, I, I think an interesting game will be the uh, Philadelphia Eagles as I said they're, they're the top of the, the of the most successful team this season, one ten lost one, and they're playing Tennessee Titans, who are a tough outfit as well. So that'd be a test. Um, I always keep an eye out for Kansas City Chiefs, how they're doing. Uh, I'm trying to think of their quarterback now. It's gone. Um, it's gone to the top of my head. So, and Buffalo Bills, they're playing New England Patriots. That's like a local derby, nearly, North America. And so Buffalo Bills are going steadily. So that, uh, uh, if if you go back to the beginning of the season, they know the same teams to watch out for. <coughs> Buffalo Bills, New York Giants, um, Kansas City, they're there. Uh, New York need to pick up their game a bit. I suppose Philadelphia Eagles will be the surprise package. And I suppose what often happens as well, you get the team that won the Super Bowl the, mm. the season before. Uh, they had the last uh, draft pick, so they don't get to pick the players they want. So uh, so no, nothing stands out too much, but it's getting close now to the playoffs. So we'll kind of update as that gets closer then, because then it becomes, uh, it's no longer a league basis, it's a knockout. That's it, and uh, of course it's going to be very interesting for all the uh, for all the NFL fans out there and uh, yeah, so thanks very much for that Martin, and uh, we're just going to move on to uh, soccer uh, more, more close to home, and there's coming in District League, and uh, the fixtures for this weekend, uh, Glen Celtic take on Sky Valley Rovers B, and this is in the, the second division, uh, kick off at 7 o'clock, this is uh, tomorrow uh, in the Roscommon District Football League Women's Division, um, the uh, Shivan Rovers Women versus Comanstown uh, Women's Team at uh, 7 p.m. In the Roscommon District Football League Reserve uh, Division, Clufad Reserves versus Moore United Reserves at 11 a.m. and Shivan Rovers Reserves versus Ballinagar Manor Reserves at 11 a.m. and on the fourth of um, Sunday the 4th of December in the Premier Division uh, St John's Athletic take on uh, Ballinasaw Town at 2pm and Kilcairn United take on Moray United at 2pm in the 1st Division Clunfad United versus uh, Dunmore Town with a kick-off of 11am and uh, in the Roscommon District Football League 2nd Divi- Division Dunmore Town versus St. Coons United and Astra has been postponed and more requested a free weekend there and um, Rahara Rovers versus uh, St. John's Athletic with a kickoff of 11am and uh, moving on to the Women's Roscommon District Football League uh, women's division St. Coons United at Haskell, uh versus Castery Celtic at, with a kick off of 2pm Ballin the Slow Town versus versus Boyle Celtic at 2pm uh, and v- finally Ballahadreen versus Cam Celtic at 2pm and uh, that's uh, that's the draw that's the fixtures for this week uh, for next weekend then there's uh, on the Friday the 9th we'll, we'll read these out again next weekend uh, Friday the 9th of December uh, 2022 
Um, St John's Athletic B versus Shivan Rovers at 7.30 uh, Ballymore versus Cam Celtic at 7.30 uh, Saturday the 10th of December in the Premier Division uh, Moore United versus CPA Jax at 7pm Kilkerran United versus um, versus St John's Athletic at 7pm and uh, on Sunday the 11th of December uh, in the in the Roscommon District Football League Challenge uh, Challenge Cup First round St. Coons St. Coons United Haskra versus uh versus Dunmore Town A with a two PM kickoff. Coonfad United versus Rahara was an eleven AM kickoff. Ballinasso Town B versus Dunmore B uh, was eleven AM kickoff. And in the women's uh, challenge cup uh, preliminary round, St. Coons United Haskra take on Kilkerran United with an eleven AM kickoff and in the Premier Division um Ballahadreen versus Ballinasloe Town 2pm kickoff and Sky Valley Rovers ta- Sky Valley Rovers versus Boyle Celtic at 2pm and just to bring you a, a, an update there uh, Ballinagar Manor versus played um, Ballymore Bally, Bally last last Friday night in uh, in the league we were we were away to um, we were away to Ballymore and uh, we won that three 0 So that's get us our first three points in the, in a few weeks. So that's great. So we we've to build on that. Uh, we've a free weekend off this weekend and I think next weekend, according to those those fixtures as well. And uh, just to let you know that we're having uh, we're having our awards night and uh, fu- fundraiser. Um, the Bally Ballinagar Manor are having their. Um, their fundraiser, and that's on the 30th of December. We're going to have a race night. It's going to be a race night and an awards night. And uh, so it's your chance, if you want to become the owner of a horse for the night, um, you, you can uh, you, you can pick your horse. You can pick your horse, and you can pick, you can name your jockey uh, for the cost of twenty euro. If you're interested, um, why not text me on oh eight nine four three zero four four nine six, and uh, you know tell us the name of your horse and that, and your your jockey, and we'll uh, we'll sort you out, and you can give you can give the money. So it's uh, it's twenty euro there. So uh, thanks very much for that. And uh, so next up after this. We have Rugby View with myself, Aidan Raftery, and uh, and also Adrian, Adrian uh, Leddy from Craig's Rugby, and that's coming up after this. Hello everyone, how are you doing? You're very welcome to this week's Rugby View with myself, Aidan Raftery, and as always we have uh, from Craig's Rugby Club, Adrian Leddy. Hello Adrian, how are you? Good afternoon, Aidan. Great to have you back on board as well, and plenty of rugby as always. Uh, to talk about, and we, as always, we start off with Craig's Rugby Club, and uh, I suppose that uh, how was the uh, the development of the uh, the new building going on, and the new facilities and things like that going on so far? It's very good, actually. Um, the uh, all the building is all sealed and closed up now at this stage, and uh, the um, inner works are continuing at at speed. Um, electricians, plumbers. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, uh, work has to be done in, in that front, and laying out the gym is as well. So, you know, it's it's uh, full full of activity there at the at the present time, and I'd say all going well. Um, we should have it well up and running for for next season. That's the that's the plan going into our our mark our fifty years next year. That's great, and what a way to mark fifty years with uh, some with lovely new facilities, and of course the the quality new pitches as always. And I suppose we'll start off as we do every week with the uh, the news of mini rugby in the club. 
Yeah, I mean, the rugby is going strong again. Uh, last weekend, uh, they travelled down uh, to Sligo Rugby Club uh, down in Strand Hill uh, for um, a, a blitz. And again, from um, the, it, it was a, a rough day for putting youngsters out, but they had a very enjoyable outing and a very uh, uh, enjoyable day with, uh, with Sligo Rugby Club, and they looked after them uh, exceptionally well. So all credit to uh, Stagger Rugby Club for for ha- having the blitz and looking after our young boys and girls uh, so well. And this weekend they uh, they host um, this Saturday at, at ten pm. They they host a combined uh, blitz of um, Buccaneers, Banlaslow, and ourselves in in Craig. So you will have a lot of young boys and girls there with the the three clubs, uh, and it should be a very uh, good. Uh, Good, good morning. Um, the weather is promising I think, a bit, a bit kinder. So let, let's hope that it will remain that way. And of course, moving on now to the uh, the underage uh, level and the underage structure in the club, uh, both boys and girls, going well, continuing to go well uh, this season so far. Oh, absolutely. And uh, again, we we had uh, mixed uh, 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 results with 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 the youths uh, over the weekend. Uh, great great results with uh, some of the girls teams and and boys teams. But the under fifteens uh, who are unbeaten so far this season uh, lost out to uh, Galwegians. Uh, again, uh, you know that the, that's uh, a lesson for them and. You know, it's no harm to learn how to, at, at a young age, how to lose as well. And um, they will um, get into the playoffs, no doubt, and they'll probably have a chance to uh, to have a go at uh, Galwegians again. So, But when you come up against senior clubs, you're coming up against a very strong uh, hold of, of a traditional rugby. So uh, fair play to, to, to Craig's and fair play to, to, to all the, the youth teams and we have a big programme uh, for for this weekend uh, is, as well. That's great. And, of course, uh, you know, the under-15s, like you said, uh, they may have lost out, but they, they'll have learned a lot. Um, I suppose from this game, what, do you, what would you say would be the, the, the learnings or the lessons to take from this game that they can take going forward? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's um, it's great, you know. The uh, under fifteens they they went into a lead, and probably just uh, sort of switched off. And you know that's something that you can't do in rugby. And it's even seen, you know, at all levels of rugby, even up into the professional game, that if you switch off in a game, uh, that they can really come back at you. And you you've seen it there they're in one of the big internationals between England and the All Blacks, where the All Blacks went into a big lead switched off and England came back and scored three tries uh, so you know you never you never can uh, uh, switch off in a game and it's very important to, to, clo- to close to close out the game and this weekend uh, uh, youths um, the under 18 girls are, are out this Friday evening uh, <coughs> at 7pm at 7 this evening um, against a combined Gart Manavea team and then to Tomorrow, Saturday, the under 13 boys are away to La Raid, under 15 boys are away to Clare Morris, and the under 16s are at home to Buccaneers, while the under 14 girls are also at home to Clare Morris. And then on Sunday, the under, under 18 girls in the Division 1 uh, travel away to uh, Clare Morris, 
and the under 14 boys are also away to Balna on Sunday. So you can see there's a, a big uh, youth programme there for, for this weekend as well. And that's it, of course. And uh, as, as we always say, you know, that, that's, where, that's where it always starts for a club is at the, under, the mini rugby and underage levels. And uh, it's good to be, you know, I suppose, you know, if you support the first team and the, the development team, it's good to have a look at that level, the mini rugby and the underage uh, the underage sides to see what sort of talent is coming through. Yes, indeed, and uh, our new coaching team are, are taking a very uh, keen eye on that, and there are quite a number of the um, the first team, including our captain Brian Diffley and other members of the first team as well, are are, are helping out at at youth, at youth level, and they they look up to uh, uh, the first team, as you, as you rightly point out there, that if your first team uh, players if are going well and they all know the first team players um it's uh, something to 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 look towards and you know we we have our own Dennis Buckley playing with Connors and quite a lot of them maybe think that they're going to be a future Dennis Buckley and good luck to them and uh, that's great uh, you know for, for them to to have some type of a, of a start to 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 look, to look uh, up to um again um at the weekend our first team uh, travelled away to um, Westport. Oh, it was awful conditions in, in Westport. A very strong gale force wind coming in from the Atlantic there. Uh, but, you know, um, considering all the rain, all the wind, uh, the two sides uh, went down at it for hammer and tongs. And it was a great game of rugby. Um, Craig's went into a, a very big win at the in the first half as they played with the wind. And then the game turned around and, you know, lucky enough, uh, Craig's uh, got a fantastic try against a, against a very strong breeze, uh, which helped them out in the end. But Westport really came back at Craig's for the rest of the game for most of the second half. And uh, Craig's, uh, you know, came away with um, another uh, five points, uh, having got the four tries. Um, with the, having the bonus points in the bag, so that means that Craig's are still top of the table. They lead the table by by five points at this stage. So uh, again, it's great for the first team, and our second development team travelled to. Uh, um, they played no. They played at home against Banlaslow, um last Sunday. A fantastic game again. Banlaslow are uh, are a first team. You know, with with a very strong team. So this was this was definitely um, a class above for our second side, and our second side stood stood up very well and came back to uh, to draw the game in the end. And uh, you know, great rugby and maybe some is you know. Um, to look forward to, to potential players, they're hammering at the door uh, for first team places as well. That's great, and that's that, that's good uh, because you know for those players that are playing well uh, for the development or the second side, you know, then uh, you never know when they might be wanted by the by the first team. So moving on to uh, some more provincial matters or AIL matters, then we go on to the uh, Buccaneers and of course uh, Carrie Conshannon rugby club about what's happening and what's happening at those two clubs and indeed the uh, the under 20 sides of both two clubs yeah, um, just before you leave it, like the, the first, uh, the Craig's first team have a, have a bye this weekend, um, their free weekend. 
uh, but our second development team are away to Carrick and Shannon um, this uh, this Sunday. So weather permitting, because uh, uh, you know Carrick pitch is uh, difficult uh, grounds, and it all depends on the weather because they have only one pitch. So again, uh, we'll be hoping that Craig's will show the form that they showed against Spanish Slow uh, to to take a, a win away from from Carrick and Shannon. Um, moving on to Buccaneers Buccaneers um, uh, first had, had a fantastic outing away in, in, in Dublin against uh, St Mary's uh, another great great win for uh, Buccaneers team in the Energia All-Ireland League Division 1B um, they're, they're, top of, they're top of the league in that, in that division and going, going ex- ex- extremely well um, so the, this, this, this weekend um, they they take on um, uh, Banbridge at home, so they will be expecting a very big crowd uh, for this game at home uh, with with Banbridge, and they they have advertised it well, and um, you know I can see that they will probably win to Christmas. This is the last game before Christmas in the All Ireland League, so I say they win again top of the table uh, with the win over Banbridge. And as you mentioned, the under twenties, the under twenties also had a win against uh, Dublin University, and they're also uh, playing this week, um, this Saturday against uh, Turnure. So um, <clears throat> another, you know, good good uh, uh, day out for for uh, their their first team and for their under twenties. Their second team uh, went down against uh, Chum. Uh, Carrick and Shannon. Uh, Carrick, uh, unfortunately, they with all the rain over the weekend, the Carrick pitch um, on Sunday, the game had to be called off against Uh at, at the you know last to try their best to to make the pitch of it uh, able to be playable. But unfortunately, the, the weather beat them to it. So uh, again, um, that game will have to be refixed. And this weekend is a refixed. Uh, Fixture too with uh, with with Craig's in uh, that Carrick play Craig's on Sunday in 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 Carrick. So uh, the people will be all looking forward to that uh, down down in Carrick. That's it. And moving on now to uh, provincial matters now, and uh, we'll be to, we're talking as we do every week uh, about uh, Connacht rugby. And of course, as we all know, it's back to uh, it's back to Clogan rugby now. The the uh, URC championship and uh, yeah, it's good. It's good to see the players back uh, back in club action again. And uh, I suppose more so for the any of the players that are um, involved in Ireland or will be involved in the Six Nations. I'm sure they they'll be delighted to be back with their clubs again. And uh, I suppose you know there's there's a lot about kind of Jack Carty. Um, you know, you know maybe the centre half. Who, who will will he be issuing for the? Uh, for the international squad for for going to the for the Six Nations and indeed the um the World Cup as well because uh, you know with Joey Carberry the way he's going as well I know that's something that more of an international uh, rugby uh, chat but uh, with jo- Joey Carberry being so injury prone it's hard to see him playing playing much of a part because I suppose it's very hard like he gets a bit of a run and then he gets injured. And then he's out for a long time, and then he comes back in. It's very, it's very hard for him, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> it was, as you rightly say, good to see all the international players back uh, with the provincial sides at the weekend. Um, Connacht uh, travelled to Toman Park uh, um, against Munster, a game uh, uh, that was tightly in the balance, going well into the second half at ten all. 
um, and it looked that Connor was going to stay at the pace, but unfortunately, Connor um, fell off and uh, Munster up their game and went on to win the game. And you know, Connor would have to look at that game that they didn't do enough in 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 attack. Their their line out is good. Their scrums are good. Their their uh, their defence are good. So you know, they have to get back to where where. They, they were um, good at the beginning of the season in in, in their in their attack and uh, they showed very little of that uh, against Munster and if you're not breaking the game lines and opening and making openings for for players coming through uh, the the centre and the, and for the wings and full back you know you won't score tries and that's where uh, Connacht fell down against Munster. So let's hope that they will up their performance again. They're at home this Saturday against Benetton of, uh, from Italy. Um, it's a game, a must-win game for, for Connacht if they're to stay in the table and, and hope to get into the, the top eight. They, they will need to be uh, winning these type of, type of games. Uh, you're right to say like that there's a lot of players on show and needless to say, that, that Andy Farrell will be looking at a lot of these players and uh, you mentioned Jack uh, Jack Harty Jack is the captain of uh, Connacht Rugby but Jack has a lot of competition in that position now that a lot more was shown um, with other players getting an opportunity in the November International so it's just hard to know is is Jack in uh, in Andy Farrell's uh, uh, frame uh, for for international rugby or for the World Cup? So uh, that's the you know that you just have to keep performing and maybe if Jack ups his game and and has more consistency between now and 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 the. Um, Spring internationals that maybe Andy will will uh, will have another look at him. And uh, of course, another another plus, I suppose, both at uh, club and international level, is uh, the return. I suppose it happened during the November internationals. Is the return of uh, Bundyaki and uh, also Finlay Beelam as well. He's, a, he's he's another good player. Um, what are your thoughts on their performances since since they returned uh, from international duty? Yeah, <clears throat> Finley Benny, Bielan, um and our own um, Dennis Buckley. They they had a fantastic game, very strong in the front row against against Munster. Uh, they done their job exceptionally well. Um, uh, Bundy had a quite enough game uh, against Munster, and uh, uh, let's let's hope um, that he knocks up these cobwebs uh, from the international duty. Now I uh, know he's only back after suspension. He hasn't much rugby under his belt for the last uh, number of weeks. So let's hope that uh, he gets stuck into Binnington at, at the weekend and open, open up as he can do. Like He's a fantastic player, fantastic asset to, to uh, uh, Connacht Rugby. And, you know, he, he, he enlightens the place when he, when, he take, when he takes on the ball. He's a very strong physical man and uh, well able to break, break the game line. That's it, and I suppose the, the thing with him as well is what he, what he brings to the t- both teams, both uh, Connacht and uh, the Ireland team, is uh, his physicality. But also, I suppose he, he's one of those players that tends to be always in the right place at the right time, and also you, you know he he may, he can make a difference. And usually, you know, when when uh, Andy Farrell is picking his international team, usually, uh, well, you know, when he when he's available, Bundyaki is is uh, usually one of the first people on the. On his uh, on his list, 
Yeah, well, he has um, a, a game last weekend now against Munster under his belt. Um, you know, like when you come back.